what's up everyone welcome to the frequency podcast i'm your host frankie j lopez hope you're all doing well please follow the podcast page allow for notifications rate the podcast we're on spotify we're on apple music and anywhere you can get your podcast also follow me on social media at frequency podcast network there you're going to see when new episodes come out you can check out my vinyl collection and you can see my thoughts on the latest in music got a good one for y'all today the weekend don fm been really excited for this project for a while now. The Weeknd R&B pop singer-songwriter out of Toronto, Canada. First came on the scene with his earth-shattering debut mixtape, House of Balloons, pretty much changing the trajectory of R&B music forever. After some time, he became a global superstar where he went full pop on that second studio album, Beauty Behind the Madness. The man has three Grammys, 75 million records sold, probably more now. His last album, After Hours, was one of my favorites in 2020, producing hits like Blinding Lights, In Your Eyes, Save Your Tears, that were influenced by a surprising adoption of dream pop and 80s pop music. Definitely shot its way up the list of being one of my favorite weekend projects ever. I was really looking forward to this one, but also wondering what direction he was going to take it in. Was he going to continue that dream pop, 80s pop sound? And will this album live up to the quality and expectations that After Hours had? Well, I'm happy to say that not only did Don FM live up to the quality that After Hours had, I would say it blew it out the water in a lot of ways. He doubled down on that 80s pop sound, and this album is just far more 80s, introducing elements of synth pop, electronic music, dance pop. And I'm glad he did it because I think this project is just obviously a step up from his last one. So let's get right into it. The instrumentals for starters. Influenced, like I said, by some 80s electronic and dance music, reminiscent of like the Pache mode a band that I've grown to respect a lot when checking them out in the last few months and now seeing their influence right here on a major pop record. Many moments on here just sound like organized chaos over since. Credit to producers on here like OPN, Max Martin, Oscar Holter, Calvin Harris, Swedish House Mafia, amongst others, including The Weeknd himself. The album's tone is set really quickly with the first full-length track, Gasoline. I think the vocal effect on The Weeknd's voice, I think that's what it is, sounds really great, deepening his voice on the verses before giving us his trademark sound on the hook. And it's a great hook, very metaphorical, has wonderful imagery. Some lines like, and if I finally die in peace, just wrap my body in these sheets and pour out the gasoline, it don't mean much to me. Really great songwriting. And that's another theme throughout this album is that great songwriting and a cohesive narrative within the tracks and throughout the track listing, especially on Gasoline where Weekend is trying to portray himself as this nihilistic person using drugs and sex to actually feel something. Another track I really liked, Take My Breath, probably one of my favorite Weekend singles ever. The chorus is fucking addictive. It's an absolute jam. It's on par with Blinding Lights and his other singles, if not better, honestly, because the instrumentals make the track stand out so much more to me. The deep, low synths to intro the track and driving it throughout, not really common in contemporary pop music, So it makes it stand out instantaneously for me. It adds so much flavor. And the hook is amazing. Take my breath away and make it last forever, babe. The instrumental bridge or interlude or whatever the fuck you want to call it on here is sick as fuck. And the synths grow as these like weird weekend vocals just kind of forced into your ears. It's awesome. Fucking just a fire track. And the first handful of tracks, which all deliver similar vibes, open the album up perfectly. Fantastic instrumentation, catchy hooks, solid songwriting. Midway through the project, we get Out of Time, a nice great slow jam, kind of like a tempo change that reminds me a lot of like the slower tempo Motown stuff with some electronic music just thrown on top of it. 
almost feels like a soft rock jam. Weekend's falsetto voice is gorgeous, especially in the pre-chorus. The songwriting feels like something the Temptations would sing. It fits well after Quincy's interlude where the song and Quincy are both discussing previous trauma affecting their behavior, leading to certain consequences. As the album goes towards the second half, you start getting some tracks that are either okay or just ones that I can do without completely. First one I want to call out, Here We Go Again. At first, I didn't like it, but now I think it's actually a fine track. I had high hopes from the Tyler verse. Tyler had my album of the year last year, but I did find it to be lackluster. Also, the general songwriting isn't up to par to the first half of the album. It's just all over the place in comparison to the previous songs like Gasoline, where Weekend was very much on topic. But I will say, I really like the Weekend's vocal performance, especially on the hook where he sings, Here We Go Again, Life's a Dream, because it's never what it seems. I also really like the instrumental. It pairs well with Weekend's voice. The bells are just so lovely. It's laid back, and it provides a nice vibe at this point of the album. Speaking of rap features, jumping to Lil Wayne's autotune verse on the track I Heard You're Married, I think it's pretty whack, and I think the song is kind of whack entirely. The hook sounds like one of those whiny weekend songs, and it's also placed at the tail end of the album where we've had so many great weekend hooks up to this point that this one just pales in comparison. And next, I also want to touch on what I think is the lowest point on the album for me, the two tracks Starry Eyes and Every Angel is Terrifying, both seemingly interludes given by their loose structure and short lengths. And before diving deeper into those two songs, I'd like to talk about the supposed concept on this album because these both feel as if they were meant to be narrative tracks in a way. The concept didn't do too much for me. And what I'm referring to is this idea that the album is being played over the radio. It adds a bit to the vibe and Jim Carrey has this great radio voice. I guess the one thing it did was give it a throwback aesthetic, but that's just because I don't really listen to the radio anymore. So it does make it feel a little bit more 80s in a way. Also to add to that concept, the Weeknd did say in an interview, this album is meant to be as if we're in purgatory and the radio is just being played as we're going through sort of that state of mind or that state of being. But outside of Jim Carrey making these references, I mean, how the fuck was I supposed to know that? I don't necessarily get those messages from the songs. The songs don't really provide that sort of sentiment. So it's kind of hard to care. I would expect each track to deep dive into sort of like regrets or reasons or things that make me feel like, I should be in purgatory because of these things, or I don't know, just any sort of narrative. But they're really just similar topics that The Weeknd talks about all the time, albeit with a different sound. So back to Starry Eyes. I barely notice when it comes on. It kind of blends with the previous track instrumental to the point where I kind of look at my phone every single time it came on to wonder why the outro of that last song was so long. It's not really engaging in any way, and it doesn't grow into anything. And the poem in Every Angel is Terrifying, recited by The Weeknd, is a direct quote. And it's an interesting moment, and I see where it connects to the purgatory concept that The Weeknd is going for, but the narrative just isn't strong enough throughout the tracks for me to really piece it together cohesively. The concept's a little too loose, mostly driven by interludes and skits and not the music itself. So the songs, regardless of how great I do think they are and how well I think they were performed and executed, don't really lend themselves to a cohesive story in my opinion. Not taking away from the album for me that much, honestly, but it does take away from moments like these. I do think the album ends on a high note, less than zero. I think the synths leading into the chorus sound triumphant. Even if the song topic is just about Weekend's classic theme of not being the type of man who can commit and would rather be free, I think it's a great final song. Sounds like the end of an 80s movie, the end of The Breakfast Club, if that was in the 80s, I don't know. My favorite tracks, Gasoline, 
how do I make you love me? Take my breath, sacrifice, out of time, best friends, and less than zero. And final thoughts, I mean, I have to say, although this album kind of loses me a little bit towards the end, I think it's amazing and definitely getting the year off to a great start. I wanted The weekend to continue on this trend of bringing back that 80s pop sound, and not only did he do it, but he turned that shit up to 100. I love his approach on many of these songs, I love the instrumentals, his songwriting is consistent, and the vocal performances are great. If the radio and purgatory narrative were more apparent in the songs themselves, this could have been taken to another level, I think. Because without that, the skits and interludes just really don't lend themselves to the musical experience that much. All that being said, though, this is an 8 for me. Just ahead of After Hours, I'd say. The peaks on After Hours are larger than life. Nothing beats the three-track run of Blinding Lights, In Your Eyes, and Save Your Tears. But I think Don FM is far more consistent. I actually think After Hours has more lulls than Don FM did. And honestly, I can see Don FM growing on me a little bit more and surpassing some other weekend projects, depending on if maybe the narrative and the, the story that is meant to be told kind of hits me in the face one day. Because this seems like one that's only going to get better with time. But those are my thoughts. Do you agree? Do you think I'm crazy? Hit me up on social media and let me know. Also, let me know what you want me to review next. Until then, see you later.